The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 24th of January. In your Squiz today, Clive Palmer's legal woes, an Australian academic is detained in China, economic crisis in Venezuela, and Serena is out of the open. This is your Squiz today. All right, Claire, it's time to talk about Clive Palmer. He's all over our TV screens and radio stations as part of what he says will be a $50 million advertising campaign ahead of the federal election. However, losing his bid to have criminal charges brought against him by the corporate regulator thrown out of court may dampen his plans somewhat. Yeah, and that's why he's going so hard at this one. And basically what's happened is ASIC, the corporate regulator, has laid charges against him him of basically breaking the Corporations Act and the charge that they've laid has a jail sentence attached to it if he if he's convicted of a couple of years. And to be a member of parliament, you can't have had a criminal conviction carrying a jail term of one year or more. So he's finding it pretty hard and he says that there's some underhanded tactics going on as far as the government's concerned around it. So what, uh, briefly, what has he actually done? This goes way back. Yeah, we're going back to 2012 and the Coolum Resort uh, Mm. on the Sunshine Coast, got lots of dinosaurs there now. He owns the resort, but there's some timeshare villas there. And what happened is that the company that he was attached to there uh, publicly said it was going to take over the timeshare villas uh, and then it didn't actually make an offer within the prescripted time frame. So that's a breach of the Corporations Act. And of course, Palmer and his team have a whole heap of legal reasons as to why they say that that's not the case. Yeah. And I guess there's there's a number of other things that he's been accused of, unpaid private jet bills. There's the Titanic 2 stuff. Oh, man, it's incredible. Like you only have to go into, like just Google Clive Palmer and basically four pages come up of court cases and all sorts of legal actions that he's been involved in just in the last month. So we're talking about car crashes, um, about taking Mineralogy, which is his big, big holding company to uh, New Zealand and the insinuation is he's doing that so he could sue Australian taxpayers $45 billion. He's also wrapped up in legal action against a big Chinese state-owned mining company. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah, and probably the other thing to mention is that Clive Palmer has said he'd like to run a United Australia Party candidate in every seat at the federal election. And on that note, Warren Mundine has been officially confirmed as the Liberals' candidate in the New South Wales seat of Gilmore. Let's leave politics now, though. An Australian academic has been detained in China, Claire. Yang Henjung is a well-known blogger in China. Uh, He advocates for democratic reforms. He's also a novelist and um, apparently has quite a profile there. And friends were warning him not to travel to China, but he went on Saturday and was detained by the sounds of things pretty much as soon as he arrived. And our Department of Foreign Affairs says that 
uh, it was trying to find out what the charges are. They've confirmed that he has actually been detained, that he hasn't gone missing or something else has happened to him. Um, but, yeah, friends are, are saying that it, it's likely to be something um, to do with national security or espionage. That's what they're anticipating. So uh, Christopher Pine arrives there today on a on a ministerial visit and, yeah, he'll no doubt be put into the position up. of, yeah, yeah, of asking questions about it. Yeah, he was travelling also with his wife and her daughter who were briefly detained but have been released. Over the past six years, the UN says 2.3 million people have fled Venezuela, with 90% of its citizens considered to be living below the poverty line. What's happening there? Really bad economic crisis, and that's been the case for quite some time, which is what really those people have been fleeing from. Um, But it's really getting into the pointy end of a political crisis now. Uh, There were elections last year. Uh, Socialist Party President Nicolas Maduro was re-elected, although um, pretty much everyone in the international community says that those elections were uh, a complete disaster and and fake. Um, And what um, has happened is that he's been confirmed for a second term just in the last week. So uh, protesters have come out. What's really concerning people now is that what what authorities might do, whether they turn against protesters. So with the US coming out yesterday again to support the push against Maduro, um, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And we talked about Zimbabwe earlier this week. Now the Zimbabwean government's own Human Rights Commission has strongly criticised the way the military's handled recent protests. Those broke out over a hike in fuel prices. What they've alleged, you'd have to think they're a pretty brave commission within the Zimbabwean government to to do this, but what they've alleged is that um, authorities are um, systematically torturing uh, men and boys. So even though... um, Emerson Mangagwa, the president, has said that the abuses won't be tolerated. Government spokespeople are saying that a bit of firmness is needed. As we're in the finals week of the Aussie Open, biggest news yesterday was Serena Williams being beaten Claire. She was up 5-1 in the third set, with even her opponent admitting she thought it was all over. And interesting to see that the journalists have questioned Serena about whether she choked um, because mm. she had her opportunities to to win that game and Serena said no, the ship was just outplayed. Yeah, her opponent was Karolina Plitskova, who's world number seven. She'll be pretty pleased with herself going on to win six games in a row to beat her. Uh, in the men's, Novak Djokovic is through to the semifinals. He beat Kane Ishikori, who retired injured. Bit disappointing for the fans. Probably more disappointing for Kay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that Sam Stoza is through to the finals of the women's doubles. Yeah, I saw, the radar, doesn't it? saw just a little bit of that late last night and um, they were down actually. So that's good to see that they got through that game. And on sport, uh, what about the netball rules for young ladies from the Great Yarmouth High School Old Girls Association 1946 to 1947 school magazine? We put that post up on social last night. It's going crazy. And very interesting to see from a bygone era, ladies behaving very nicely towards each other on the sport. Sporting field, maybe we can should aim to bring some of that back, some decorum and some tea and some nice resting periods. Yes. It sounds very civilized. Rule number eight: an interval of thirty minutes will take place while tea is served in the pavilion. How delightful! This may be prolonged if any girl is fatigued. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that sounds very, very civilized. 
<laughs> what about the subject line? Subject line today is the Chet Faker song from a couple of years ago. Uh, that's the trouble with me uh, when you go through the list of all the troubles, the legal troubles that Clive Palmer has. It seems quite appropriate. There you go. Easy. Don't forget to head to australianpodcastawards.com to vote for the squeeze in the popular vote category. Please. 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 (laughs) Have a great Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN vpn.com forward slash squiz today.